first time in a good long while I felt absolutely miserable recording this show. Let's do. You are Locked On Cubs, your daily Chicago Cubs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Cubs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alongside Sam Olber, I'm Matt Cozy. Please support the show by following on your preferred audio platform, and you can watch, subscribe, and leave a comment on YouTube. Thanks so much for making us your first listen. Sam and I are lifelong fans, taking our passion into a discussion with you on all things Cubs. Today's Thursday episode is presented by Game Time. Download the Game Time app. Create an account and use code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off your first purchase. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Well, jumbo first segment here is the Cubs lose the series to the Mets. Following a 4-3 defeat on Wednesday, Cubs led 2-0 before Pete Alonso struck again with a two-run homer. Mets took a 4-2 lead in the sixth. We'll discuss that. And the Cubs rallied in the ninth but fell short by a run first loss in a while sam that seemed to be impacted by things they could control yeah i'll preface what i'm about to say by saying no the sky is not falling no i am not panicking no i'm not being overly pessimistic i'm just frustrated at this specific loss because you are in a pennant race and it is very hard to sleep at night when you lose a game by beating yourselves and so you're wondering well sam what did they do to beat themselves well It started out before the game uh, with a lineup that was designed to face a lefty who was in for like three and a third innings. I'm not going to harp on that too much because it ended up working out in hindsight. Morrell hit a homer. Suzuki had a big night. Fine. Let's all laugh at Sam because that worked out even though you scored three runs. And even though you're now four and five in the second half against left-handed starters with this goofy all-right lineup uh, along with Bellinger. Okay. So then you let Pete Alonso, Matt, as you as you mentioned, beat you. That's a Hendricks thing. He's got to be better, okay? That and was that's a horrible about, pitch. Yeah, horrible pitch. And and he threw the ball well today. Uh, and right. and he executed beautifully against Alonso the next time up with the Huge bases loaded. Yeah. You just you just can't make that pitch. All right? right. Now where things start to get pointed o- o- over to the skipper. And by the way, who I actually gave some praise to today on Twitter, I said, you know, if the Cubs continue to play well. That means Ross is obviously doing something back-to-back years, getting them to play their best ball at the end of the season because we all kind of thought last year was just a meaningless fluke. And I'm trying to be open because, Matt, the most common question I get asked all the time is, hey, Sam, Cubs are winning. I don't hear you going on the manager because I don't see anything that he's doing differently. They're just hitting. Um, You know, I'm I'm not trying to – I have nothing against David Ross. I just call it like how I see it. And in the sixth inning of today's ball game. He brings in Hayden Wesneski. Matt, three lefties were due up out of four. Three lefties were due up. Here are the numbers for Hayden Wesneski this year versus righties and lefties. Righties are hitting a slash line of 197, 263, 331. For those that don't have context to what that is, that's that's basically a pitcher. That's basically significantly worse than Trey Mancini. That's how they are, righties against Hayden Wisniewski. Okay, He was brought into face one. Three lefties. Here are what lefties hitting. 
290, 336, 632, which will skyrocket today. That's basically like he was brought in to face three Freddie Freemans. Wow. It, it makes no sense. I'll, I'll give Ross the benefit in this case. He doesn't have anybody else in the entire bullpen to get out lefties besides Mark Leiter Jr. Um, maybe they should think about that. Would have been a nice spot, a landing spot for maybe an Anthony K, or maybe you know who's who's not on the team. I'm aware of that. Or 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 maybe you should have gotten a lefty. Or if you're going to end up using Leiter Jr. when you're down two, just use them when the game's tied and figure out the rest later. Okay. So then we fast forward to the ninth inning. 4-2 game, leadoff homer Suzuki. We'll touch on him in a second. Um, light light that candle, baby. Yamer Candelario, Jamer with another huge base hit. That prompted you to text me that something could be happening. Then, of course, Michael Jordan Talkman comes up, draws a walk. Two on, nobody out. Here we go. And you and I spoke on the phone, and we both came to the conclusion that a bunt's probably the right play, but we both had our trepidation with it because Christopher Morrell never puts the ball in play, which is just unbelievable to me he would ever be hitting leadoff in any, in any game. And 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 he strikes out, and, and, and I'm hard on Christopher Morrell, and sometimes I think too harsh just because I, I'm not a big overall numbers guy. I'm a big what-do-you-do-in-X situation guy. So I'm going to leave him be for that. I, I, everyone knows it was a bad at bad. I'm just going to move on from it, okay? Then you bring up Nico Horner, who basically gets intentionally walked to get to Ian Happ. And Ian Happ predictably has a miserable bull bat to end the game by striking out when the best hitter on planet Earth since July 1st is on deck. And for, for, for three weeks, we've been wondering why he's why he's not hitting there. If, if you're so keen on having Ian Happ hit in front of him because Ian Happ gets on base, fine, then move up Happ one spot. Make sure Bellinger's third. Make sure he's getting as many at-bats as possible without hitting leadoff. And Happ only has 14 plate appearances outside of the 3-4 hole this year, which is uh... – Makes sense considering what's gone on this year and how he's been used. But, you know, the, the lineup issues actually started at about three central. You have no talkman against David Peterson. Who, who's who was, in for three innings. Three innings. Re- removed in the fourth. Yeah. Then to top it off, and by the way, talkman 34 games starting at leadoff. Cubs are 23 and 11. If you care about wins, that you know, in addition to his slash line and all that other stuff. It's about winning. How about the win-loss record? So then you put in Morrell, who is a catastrophic decision as a leadoff hitter. Now, last Wednesday night, I was in the ballpark. He had a clutch at bat, a spot second and third. He said some good ones. But tonight he didn't. But the Cubs have won in spite of Hap hitting third, Bellinger hitting fourth, Candelario hitting seventh. Yeah. you know, Suzuki came back today, first time in, in five or six days. But the way that the plate appearances are divvied up in terms of just pure talent, in terms of situational play, they have won in spite of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I have to zoom in on half batting third because he is slashing on the season, 244, 371, 411. I, I get it. The guy walks. But since June 9th, when the Cubs started their remarkable run, okay, this firms up the case that they're winning in spite of their three-hitter, which historically, unless someone wants to send me an email, that's where your best guy hits. Yeah, it's historically, absolutely. 
Since June 9th, he's hitting 216. He strikes out 22% of the time, and he's still top four in baseball and strikeouts looking on the year. And it has this tremendous domino effect that you're describing. I, It's got to stop right now. Yeah. You got to stop it. Yeah, it's not going to. So. Why why does it keep going? Is it well, nap? Is well, it think cross? about think about it like Boyer? this, Matt. Think about it like this. What here? Here's the irony in this. You and I spend so much time in the off season talking about how Hap should lead off, not Horner, and it took him until what July to basically get the same type of profile to lead off in Talkman mid June. Yeah, yeah. It, instead of Horner, like the whole point was, everyone knew Horner shouldn't have been leading off. But for whatever reason, we had to wait until a different guy came up that's, what, willing to do it? I don't know. And he only came up because of an injury. Right. You know, it's kind of been that weird matrix thing with him. You know. And look, look, I know the easy thing to say is, well, hey, you know what? You wouldn't have been talking about this if people delivered. They've delivered enough, right? They, 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 these guys have been hitting the ball at a ridiculous rate for a month straight. Yes. You have, you have to win these games, and they won one on Tuesday night in spite of Ross because Leiter Jr. was uh, standing there watching when Merriweather should have blown the game. Right. You got to find a way. Baseball is all about. Ma- to getting as much out of things when you're playing well and hanging in there when you're not. And the Cubs didn't have a good offensive series. They didn't have a good defensive series. And, and oh, by the way, if you want to stick on Ross, the umpiring today was absolutely atrocious. Not one word was said. Um, it was horrible. And 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 in a one-run loss, Ian Happ was had a two-zero pitch that wasn't even close, called a strike, and he grounded into a double play. The next uh, at bat, those little things that think about all the things we're talking about right now, and you lost the game by one run. If you just do one or two things better, you right. Win. It's a it's a hard one. Um, I, I don't like to come on here and 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 you know play the David Ross card because because it looks bad, right? Hey, you didn't say one thing about David Ross when they were twenty and whatever, and now they lose one game and you're coming after him. But I just call it like I see it. I felt like that game was poorly managed. I really did. Yeah, of course, I, I Cubs could have hit better. Dansby Swanson went zero for New York well, yeah, City. Of course, um, you know. Well, yeah, they they had a, the second, the first guy out of the pen, the second pitcher in the game. No one ever heard of. You want to know? It's so funny, Matt. In that yeah. ninth inning, funny's not the right word, but in the ninth inning, I was angry, angry at two walks when when Adovino had that uh, balk where he he went over yes. for a third time when it was. Uh, a three-two count to Talkman, man on second, no outs. I was just hoping he'd get. I'd rather have a man on third, one out there for Nick Madrigal than have first and second, no out, and have Madrigal bunt because I know Madrigal's going to get that run in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But obviously the pitch wasn't close. Nothing he could do. So then Madrigal lays down the bunt, and again, th- that's that's going to be one to debate. I, I see it both ways. I think I think most people would just say, hey, he got the bunt down. Professional hitter needs to make contact. I see the other side. And right. then when Horner walked, when Horner walked, I was like, this is over. Because <laughs> Horner was yeah. our hope, right? His Him poking one to right field is what you thought could get the job done. Yeah, and I try not to delve in too much to the, you know, blogosphere, but I saw somewhere about Morrell, oh, it's not an advanced, you know, it's someone called it not advanced the runners, I don't know, situational or whatever. He's got a, it's a drive the run in situation. Right. If there's a man on third less than two outs, you, that's an RBI spot. Yeah, it was just such a And if the infield's bat. in, you have to elevate the ball. Right. It really is that simple. What he now, whether pitch. you could do it is another thing. Yeah, he took a pitch right down the middle. And then he, yeah, then he, he didn't even give himself 
a third swing. So that's it was, it was, that's it was, really hard. It was a bad um, at bat. It's a bad you know, at bat. I, I, I guess I, you know, I I don't mind the premise of like trying Wisniewski in a single inning role. Yeah, but it's a bad spot to do it, and it didn't work. Yeah, I, mean, I, I get them trying to do it. I but, just don't like. But why I, in this spot? And then why in this spot when then the lefties to, to throw yeah. salt in the wound, Quas, Merriweather, and Lighter pitch in the game and pitch well. Right. Yeah, I think I think the Cubs have a problem that's going to be solved, and I think we'll talk about it at the end by having Smiley move to the bullpen. Because what's happening is the Cubs have so many righties that don't get lefties out. Tyone's been much better lately, but teams are going to load up on lefties against him, right? Teams are going to load up on lefties against Kyle. And then you have Wisniewski, you have all these guys. And so you need a lefty middle reliever to come in and punish them for stacking so many lefties. Because if you look around the lineup, where was the soft landing spot for Wisniewski? There's lefties all over the place. How many lefties started the game today for for the Mets? Yeah, probably six. Six or seven. I mean, Alonzo's a righty. Alvarez is a righty. And then that kid, Vientos. I think those are right. the only three. Yeah. Um. So, and they're all spread out across the board. So, it's frustrating. But there's just other options, right? You could have went Fulmer there. You yeah, he, just, right. He's had great He hasn't been great against lefties, but it's not as excessive as as Wisniewski, who literally is against righties is as good as it gets against. Lefties, yeah. You put it really well with the pitcher versus Freddie Freeman thing. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's just not close. So it just, it just felt like it was one of those games. If you got one out of four or five big decisions, right. You win it. You got all of them wrong. Right. Um, and, and, and my, my thing is, is, and I know baseball press conferences aren't like this after a game because you play so many, but I would just love to know the thought process on, Hey, have you given any thought on Mike Talkman just being an everyday hitter because of his, his numbers are the same? And hey, you know, why was Nesky there with three lefties do up? I'm yeah. just curious. I just want to know the answer. Yeah, no, I I agree with you because there might be a good answer. Like the, like David Ross could come out. You don't today know and say, unless it's asked. David Ross could come out and say, "Hey, I hit Morell here because we liked this against Peterson, and that's what happened." Sure. I'd say, "Oh, okay, well that makes sense. Why well, didn't yeah. know that?" Yeah. But but nothing's ever asked or ever explained. Like Patrick Wisdom getting two ABs today was that necessary? When you he could didn't just need hit, to, no. you could hit your second best hitter two more times. And in a pennant race, I don't think I think you do have to work uh, forwards. You know, instead of trying to oh well, the ninth Alzali, eighth lighter slash Merriweather. I think if there's a spot in the sixth with so many lefties, lighter just has to come in. You know, deal with the eighth in the eighth. Yeah. If there's a spot where you're so susceptible to that, then then pitch lighter or or maybe Quas develops into an option there, high leverage. But but you just you can't you know fiddle around with that. Well, I, I think yeah, and I think having Smiley up because I was going to say you also need a lefty there to just punish right. him. And I think having Smiley, I think moving Smiley, I think what what it sounds like they're doing, they're either going to flip Smiley and Assad or Smiley and Wisniewski. And I think just having Smiley there is going to help him a lot. It's just going to make Ross's yeah. life easier because that's a Smiley inning right there. Yeah, well, let's get to Smiley then coming up next. But Wisniewski, I don't think the Cubs have a path to him starting. He, yeah. He's not starting this weekend. He didn't start last weekend. Um, so I think it's Assad right now. And uh, Smiley in the bullpen, at least for a short time. We're going to 
get into that possibility. And then also some news on Marcus Stroman coming oh, up. Didn't even hear that. I hope I hope he gets better. Buying tickets to your favorite event shouldn't be stressful. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you with killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee. You can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Forget planning months in advance. Game time is deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Cubs return to Wrigley Field on Tuesday against the Crosstown White Sox. Start looking at game time for ticket deals uh, for next week against the Southsiders. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off your first purchase. Terms do apply. Again, create an account, redeem code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed with Game Time. The Cubs play the Blue Jays. At a odd time on Friday, six oh seven that Blue Jay start PM Central Friday in the nation of Canada, and you can listen to every pitch with the Cubs hometown broadcast on Sirius XM, which you're going to need because the game is on Apple TV Plus on the SXM app. Search Cubs <laughs> or tune into Channel Eight Forty Four and catch the Cubs all season long on Sirius XM. Manager David Ross did announce before Wednesday's game that Drew Smiley, at least until at least through that White Sox series, is moving to the bullpen, Sam. Yep. Uh, so the Cubs have a lefty option out of there. We'll see. He started um, on Monday. So Saturday or Sunday, you have to think he could make his uh, debut in relief. And is do you think that that could be an option long term if yes. it works? Yeah. You yeah. do. Yeah, I think so. And I'm excited to see Assad Friday against the Jays. And but I, I don't know if he's a long term starting option. But no. Hopefully just that one more time because Marcus Stroman is likely returning next week. Either the final game of the White Sox series, that's the day he's eligible to come off the injured list. Or then that first game of the Royal series, uh, yeah, they, he needs a couple more days. They want to give him a soft landing. And, and by the yeah. way, David Kaplan, you know, I, I don't like to always, I don't like to question injuries, but David Kaplan basically said on his show, he's like, I don't think he's hurt. I think it's a mental break. Um, wow. So he said that. So, well, um, the Cubs did acknowledge and even Strowman that the mental side does help with this IL stint. Yeah, well, the thing is, is there's still a starter short, right? Because if if Smiley goes to the bullpen. Oh, that's right. There's still it's it's we, we got Steele, yeah. Strowman, Tyone, Hendricks. Um, so will it be Assad? Will it be Wisneski? Will it be by committee? I don't know. Hmm. Um, but what I do know is is they need a lefty in the middle of that bullpen. Right. So I don't think Drew Smiley can just be a hey, you know what? We're just going to combine Assad and and Smiley and turn him into one starter. Um, I don't think that's the move. Uh, they, they need a lefty in the middle of that pen. That's why I'm surprised they didn't get one uh, to, to make yeah. ro- to make Ross's life easier because you just can't pitch lighter junior every day, and and, and you're going to see a lot of lefty bats because you know unless Steele's pitching, um, and so it's something that they have to figure out, and, and I'm sure they will. Um, but you know, it, it it is what it is. It was a frustrating. Yeah, night. you know, I I was surprised by that. In fact, Brooks Raley was the guy that was rumored the day of the deadline. Just need a lefty. Uh, Jed claimed they tried, but they didn't get it done. So, 
yeah, I don't know where that help's going to come from. I, I've I've seen the Bailey Horn name from time to time no, in AAA. No, but I got not, news for everybody. No. It's, I mean, offensively, it's comical when reports come out of Des Moines. But yeah. even the pitching, has there been a surefire dude from, from AAA this year? No. Out of the pen? No. And stop with the tweets about the hitters on the iCubs. Stop. Yeah. Who, Everybody hits in AAA. Everybody. Yeah, and, and who's the ball's who, probably juiced. And who's and who's gonna come up? Who who's gonna take someone's spot here? Well, I don't know. Everyone wants Yonathan Perlaza. And where does he where's he gonna play? No, he's an outfielder. I have no idea. Let's just do a quick thing on Suzuki because it's gonna be in the comments. Look, happy yeah, for he, him that he needs he... to start. I, I don't and I have to lead off, Sam. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm gonna leave. No stone unturned for this guy. <laughs> I don't care how well he did Wednesday night. This dude has to start as little as possible the rest of the year. He yeah. has no plate approach. <laughs> and I don't think it's a reach to say that the mental side right now just isn't for him. Well, that's the, the, the point I want to make on Suzuki is every time in his Cubs, first of all, he had a good game today, and if they won, you know, we'd be celebrating him. Great. Every time he's had a good stretch in a Cub uniform, it's come off a long break. April of 2022, the offseason. Then when he came off the IL in July, and he had that, remember that big series in Milwaukee where he had the inside the parker and all that stuff. This year comes yeah, it was, off. The, it was awesome. Yeah, this year. <laughs> This year he comes off the IL and I was there, Dodger Stadium, hits a home run and has a really good May, right? He struggles and gets himself in bad mental habits when he has to have the everyday grind of playing every single day. Okay, so well, that's the sport he picked. No, no, right. So my point I I agree with you. My point is is I think he is fit and it is fine to use him as a part-time player. It, one good game offensively does not after three months of being really, 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 really bad does not mean you get to just say, because I've already got the text and the messages. Hey, uh, Candelario at third, Bellinger at first, Talkman in center, say on right. We're good. No, well, you, you think Suzuki should start? I would say to those people, you want to see him against Barrios on Friday? No. No chance. Well, I don't want to see him against anybody. Correct. Uh, but that's just me. But yeah, I, th I think in a part-time role, fine. Don't overreact to one game. Good for him. Um, very I crushed Hap on this episode too. I don't, you know, keep your keyboard away. I crushed Hap on this episode as well. Everybody yeah. says I'm hard on Suzuki. Hap's been killing this team all year. Well, he he he, he looked like I he don't was care start that he walks. I get he, it's he, part of the game. Trust he looked me, like he he looked like he had turned a corner coming into this week, but. It's really not even yeah, about maybe him. Maybe down like an aisle at Walmart or something. <laughs> well, no, but I but I don't even think it's uh, as much about him. I still think he's a very useful player on this team. Just don't hit him third. He's in the wrong spot. Yeah, right. Okay. It just well, then... he shouldn't be up. He shouldn't be up with the bases loaded. Here, the way best way I could put it to you like this that's so irritating, and then we can move on because I I'm just well the show's know, over. Unhappy. Um, we'll end the show with this. Second and third, one out. And bases loaded two outs, both those situations. Let me give you my top five with an honorable mention, guys. I would wish that we're up in that spot. Okay, for yeah, up that's to me. a lot of guys, yeah. Number one, Cody Bellinger. Number two, Mike Talkman. Talkman. 
Number three, Nico. Uh, no, no, Nico Horner. Yeah, Number yeah. four, Jamer, Jamer Candelario. Candelario right. Number five, I'll give a tie between Gomes and Madrigal. Oh, it's honorable, Gomes for sure. Honorable mention, Dansby Swanson. Nowhere near the board is Ian Happ or Christopher Morrell. No. Nowhere near it. You wouldn't even think about it. And those were your one and three hitters on Wednesday evening. Yeah, it's poor. And then, and then let me give you my list. This is a joke uh, of guys I want coming in to face three lefties. Matt Cozy, Sam Olber, and, and then Hayden Wisniewski would be after that. So, so, and, and he pitched against three lefties in the sixth inning of a tie game in the middle of a pennant race. You're not going to win every game, 19 to four. You're going to have to find a way to win one run games to, to win this thing. Now you got to go to Canada and find a way to get one. That's it. <laughs> Done. I'm upset about that. I want to win. That's all I want to do. Not negative. I just want to win. Correct. Uh, me too. They didn't win Jeez. tonight. They lost tonight. Yeah, four to three in heartbreaking fashion. When Hap came to the plate, I started prepping for the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's bad. Well, I guess I can make a lineup graphic for Friday's show. I, I don't know anymore, okay? No, no more lineup graphics, dude. Okay, Just, We all know what the lineup should be. Have Talkman leading off, have Bellinger third, and then Ross could literally flip a coin and it'll be fine. <laughs> well, Candelario shouldn't be hitting seven. No, yeah, well, he well, no, he's he's one eights. of the best hitter. He's one of the top thirty hitters in the sport. Yeah, no, and he just this sits year. There. I'll tell you, when that ball found grass in the ninth, I started thinking about my our comeback. Right. Oh, of course, of course. Um, All right. And, uh, Off day Thursday, so Friday's episode, uh, we'll certainly talk, you know, about the Cubs and uh, <laughs> preview the Blue Jays. I need an off day. I'm excited. <laughs> Blue Jays. They need I, they need an off day, and I guess no. so, yeah, I guess we do. Well, they, they got a lot coming up too. Yeah, no, we'll be back for Friday's show. It's actually a big series, as uh, well. They're all big. They're the all Brewers. big series, now. right? And, and this was a letdown in Queens. Let's be real. Yeah, after winning the series against the Braves, this was a letdown in Queens. Yeah, well, and, the, the uh, only thing that was a letdown was Wednesday night, and the Brewers play the the Pale Hose this weekend. That's a series win for them. Sure. And the Reds, I don't know who the Reds play. I don't know if I care anymore. <laughs> okay. Shout out to the everydayers who are with us all five <laughs> episodes throughout the week. And you can become an everydayer by checking us out each and every weekday. Be sure to hit that subscribe button for Lockdown Cubs on YouTube and smash the like button for the algorithm. Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts and streaming on SiriusXM. He's Sam Olber. I'm Matt Cozy. This is Lockdown Cubs.